Over the weekend, the St. Louis region lost a beloved champion of its cultural institutions. Sarah Bryan Miller was the longtime classical music critic for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. She died early Saturday morning after a long struggle with cancer, one that lasted about a decade. I'm Sarah Fenske. This is St. Louis on the Air. Sarah Bryan Miller suffered for years, but even this past February, when Miller last joined us in studio, she continued to live her life with grit and joy. We talked frankly about her illness, and when I asked her about her prognosis, she didn't mince words. It's going to get me, but I'm going to make it fight for me. And so she did. To hear her friends tell it, Sarah Bryan Miller was determined to make the most of the time she had left. As recently as one month ago, when the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra was putting on chamber concerts, she still made it to Powell Hall and then published a review, what would be her last. One of Miller's many friends was Mary Edwards, the longtime St. Louis Public Radio staffer and producer of our Saturday night symphony broadcasts. She often traveled to and from Powell Hall with Miller. What was just really amazing is that throughout her uh, entire 11-year ordeal with this cancer was she just didn't let it stop her. She was determined it was not going that it was not going to get to her. And one of her driving forces was is that she was just really afraid that if if uh, she gave up her job at the post dispatch that they wouldn't replace her. And she thought it was very important that the city of St. Louis have a full-time classical music critic. So she was just so dedicated, and um, it was just amazing to me that she could that that she could just had the stamina to get to the concerts for one thing, and then you know as her health went down, um, she she got to the point where she was actually uh, you know in a wheelchair with with her wheelchair. She had her choice of sitting at the back of the orchestra which would have been much easier for her, but she thought it sounded better if she was up in the balcony. So the only way to get up there, because the elevator doesn't go all the way, was to uh, to take this this lift. She insisted on taking that extra step because she wanted to be in the best possible place to, um, you know, to hear the orchestra to, to do it justice. Miller was as dedicated to her friends as she was to her profession. She called Mary Edwards just a couple of weeks ago, eager to give her the latest update on her condition. I said, oh, hi, Brian, how are you? And she goes, I'm dying. And I, 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 that didn't totally faze me because she was very matter of fact about you know, her tra- trajectory. But as it turned out, um, it was kind of hard to understand. Uh, she was telling me that she had uh, decided to quit the, the very brutal chemotherapy that might have prolonged her life just a few weeks and go on hospice. And she had signed herself into hospice that day. And then by November the 22nd, uh, we got word from her friends, the writers, that uh, she wasn't even able to speak. And then she passed away early in the morning on the 28th. So I, I, I was just very touched that you know, on that very difficult day when she had just signed on to hospice, that she actually called me up to tell me that. That kind of interaction comes as no surprise to Adam Crane. He got to know Miller well after he began working for the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra in 2008. Crane now works for the New York Philharmonic. Even after he left St. Louis, he and Miller remained in contact. In the the midst of her battle with with cancer, she, she sent an email, the subject, how are you doing? And she said, these are tough times for us all, but I find myself particularly concerned about you. How are you doing? Hugs. 
Brian, um, which, I mean, that, that sums up Brian. I mean, she, <laughs> she's one of the most thoughtful and um, caring, she, she cared so deeply for St. Louis, for all of the cultural institutions in St. Louis. Um, her integrity was, I mean, just top notch. I mean, I, I was, I, I just, I, I really, it, it's, such, it's such a loss and her fight was so inspiring. And I just remember when she was initially diagnosed, my father was battling um, stage four uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And Brian was, you know, she, she, she came to visit my, my father in, in, in his recovery. He, he eventually lost his battle, but Brian was just, I mean, she was by my side um, throughout that process as well. And always, you know, just very present. And um, I just, it, it's hard to think of, a world with Brian not in it, if that makes sense. Like Adam Crane, Philip Barnes has a deep experience with the St. Louis Institution critiqued by Sarah Brian Miller. Barnes is the artistic director of the St. Louis Chamber Chorus. He remembers when Miller first came to town. She was the new critic for classical music for the Post-Dispatch, and as such, she was coming to the Chamber Chorus concerts to cover our performances and to give her considered opinion. And what made an impression upon me immediately was the fact that her comments seemed to be coming from an unusually informed place. Um, without naming names, we've had critics before whose first study, second study, third study, or even fourth study has not been the voice, has not been an understanding of what it means to put together a choir and perform choral music, which of course is unlike any other music, because you're not just dealing with an instrument that you can see, the instrument that we use is inside us, but you're also using an instrument to produce words as well, and no symphony orchestra would ever be doing that. So it takes a particular insight, I think, to understand how choirs work and the particular constraints that are placed upon them and it was immediately obvious to us that Brian Miller knew what she was talking about. Now, of course, that doesn't mean to say that I always agreed with what she said, but at least I knew that it, her comments were coming from a place of being informed and also really caring about the, the genre. Indeed, Sarah Brian Miller was herself an accomplished mezzo-soprano. But it was more than her reviews that impressed Barnes. He describes Miller as a true journalist, recalling her coverage of the contentious sale of classical music station KFUO in 2009. He cites her work on that story as one example of her, quote, unwillingness to be fobbed off and to just accept the party line. When Barnes heard that Miller's health was failing, he got to work on a unique idea. I put my head together with some friends and we decided that we would try and do something that is exceedingly rare in the world of classical music, and that is we would ask a composer to write a piece in honor of a critic. And uh, I think, you know, a cursory glance on Uncle Google will tell you how rare that is. Um, there's often something of an adversarial relationship with critics, composers, and performers. But Brian Miller seemed to transcend that, again, because I think you knew she was coming from a place of support and belief in what you were doing. 
So it was a really wonderful thing to sort of talk around and, and realize that at least one composer was already thinking about writing a piece for her at some point. And so we sort of hurried the process along. And that composer was from Britain and a very distinguished composer indeed called Judith Bingham. The St. Louis Chamber Chorus premiered Bingham's tribute earlier this year. Miller herself was in attendance. I talked to Miller at the time of that premiere about the commissioned work. It's a setting of Psalm 121, I lift up mine eyes unto the hills. The whole text is very meaningful. And what, uh, what about that text is, is personally meaningful to you? Well, it's, it's a psalm of hope. I asked Sarah Brian Miller what it was like to have that piece commissioned in her honor. It, it's a wonderful feeling. Uh, I'm a believer in commissioning new works. I'm a member of the choir at St. Peter's Episcopal Church and com have commissioned uh, pieces from another composer in memory of each of my parents. And uh, you add to the repertoire and you, you do something that's very meaningful uh, and, and memorable and, and that comes up from time to time when you're singing. And so to have something like that for myself which I just had not expected, I never dreamed of. It was wonderful. Sarah Brian Miller's colleague at the Post-Dispatch, Jane Henderson, edited Miller's final symphony review a few weeks ago, but they collaborated on many projects over the years. Um, I've known Brian for, um, I guess, probably almost since she arrived at the Post-Dispatch. I was here a few years before her, and... Uh, in 1995, I became the book editor. It, Brian could contribute a lot more to my beat probably than I could to hers. And she wrote dozens of reviews for me. And we were also friends. I went to with her a few times to opera theater and loved it. And then also she would be, she was interested in so many things. I could offer her a book for review and She'd almost certainly do it and bring a really smart take on the book for me. I think we started sort of collaborating on the Harry Potter books when they came out. And it was basically my job to get it as soon as I could, sometimes a couple days before they went on sale. And then I'd hand it over to Brian with basically the assignment that she read 800 pages or however many it was in like a day and then write the review so we could get it in as soon as the book published or soon after. Um, and so she just relished that because she loved, I think she loved fantasy and she loved kind of mythology. Sarah Brian Miller was also a lay preacher at her church, St. Peter's Episcopal, and a member of its choir. But it's the voice she gave the classical music scene that stands out. Here's Marie-Alain Bernard, president and CEO of the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. Brian first was passionate about music as a musician herself, but um, as a writer, fabulous writer, reporter, storyteller, who truly understood her role and the importance of bringing a voice to arts and culture, especially music um, in, in St. Louis. Um, 
so her her role and her importance, it's, it was just tremendous. Maria Len Bernard told us Miller had, quote, an extraordinary memory. After Bernard took the helm of the symphony in 2015, Miller proved a great resource. Bernard also fondly remembers the joy Miller found in accompanying the symphony on a tour of Spain. And Bernard shared another interaction with Miller that stands out in her mind. The other thing that I remember, which is something that is not related to a performance, is that in the fall of 2018, realizing that Brian's health was declining, probably in ways that we did not anticipate, that I organized a gathering of musicians of the St. Louis Symphony and, and people on my team and ushers who work very closely with Brian. And we offered her a, a tribute. Um, and it was not a farewell, obviously, but that was two years ago in October. And it was a beautiful moment because we were able to um, share with Brian how much we valued and appreciated and respected her as a, as a person, but as a human being and as, as, well as, a, as a writer, as a reporter and as a voice. When we talked to Sarah Brian Miller in February, she told us that as she contemplated some of the biggest questions in life near the end of hers, she found comfort in her Episcopalian faith. I don't know what comes next, but I believe that something does come next, and I, and I think it will be something positive. I, I, we don't know the details. I, you know, I, 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 that's speculating on that is above my pay grade, but I, I just take comfort uh, from you know, knowing that Jesus has our backs. And, uh, and that he has your back. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, Sarah Bryan Miller was herself an accomplished singer. Her dear friends, Bruce and Linda Ryder, suggested a performance of hers as a fitting remembrance. It's a recording of the hymn, How Firm a Foundation. It's from the 2017 CD, Longing for Home, by the St. Peter's Episcopal Church Choir. Let's go out of the show today with Sarah Bryan Miller's Also Solo. Sarah Bryan Miller died Saturday. The longtime critic for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch was 68 years old. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.